Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, July 5th. U.S. equities showed some resiliency to come off the worst levels of the day and finish mixed in a return to action following the long holiday weekend. Global recession concerns continued to weigh on sentiment, with the spread between the 10-year and 2-year Treasury yields inverting again and the U.S. dollar rallying to 20-year highs to exacerbate the uneasiness. In equity news, Tesla reported softer-than-expected second-quarter deliveries, and quarterly sales at Ford also missed forecasts, but ExxonMobil offered an upbeat earnings forecast for the second quarter. In light economic news, factory orders came in well above estimates. Crude oil prices plunged, and gold also traded solidly lower. Europe saw widespread losses as the euro and British pound tumbled versus the U.S. dollar, while Asia finished mixed despite some upbeat Chinese economic data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 129 points, or 0.4%, to 30,968, while the S&P 500 index increased 6 points, or 0.2%, to 3,831, and the Nasdaq Composite advanced 194 points, or 1.8%, to 11,322. In moderate volume, 5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.9 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil plunged $8.93 to $99.50 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price lost $34.90 to $1,766.60 per ounce, and the dollar index rallied 1.3% to 106.47. In equity news on Tuesday, Tesla, ticker symbol TSLA, reported that it delivered 254,695 vehicles in the second quarter, below the 256,520 facts at estimate, with the disruption from the COVID-induced lockdowns in China having an impact. Shares were higher. Ford Motor Company, ticker symbol F, said sales jumped 31.5% in June, courtesy of a 26.3% rise in deliveries of its F-Series trucks, including the electric F-150 Lightning. However, sales for the second quarter rose 1.8%, well below analysts' range of 3.3% to 5.1%. Ford traded lower. ExxonMobil, ticker symbol XOM, announced late Friday that its second quarter earnings could reach $18 billion, a solid gain quarter over quarter, with the company benefiting from higher oil and natural gas prices, as well as increased refining margins. Shares were lower. The equity markets remained choppy to start the first full week of the third quarter as they continue to wrestle with an aggressive Fed, which has signaled that restoring price stability is its number one goal and conceding that the path to a soft landing has become more challenging. Amid this market backdrop, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her article, Panic is not a strategy, nor is greed how disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, 
Factory orders increased 1.6% month-over-month in May, well above the Bloomberg estimate of a 0.5% rise, with the prior month's 0.3% gain being revised higher to a 0.7% increase. Durable goods orders, preliminarily reported two weeks ago, were revised favorably to a 0.8% advance for May, and excluding transportation, orders were unadjusted at a 0.7% gain. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, was favorably revised to a 0.6% increase. Treasuries rose with yields choppy as the markets grapple with the Fed's aggressive tightening of monetary policy and rising concerns regarding a recession. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in our latest Schwab market perspective, a price shock, that with no relief of inflation in sight, central banks around the world are ratcheting up their plans to hike interest rates. The result has been a rapid resetting of expectations about the degree of monetary policy tightening it will take to bring inflation lower and a sharp sell-off in the bond market and risk assets. Kathy addresses the question of, is it enough? She says it's too soon to know, but the market is implying it may be too much. Treasury yields typically converge at the peak Fed funds rate during an interest rate hiking cycle. If the implied peak in the Fed funds rate proves to be accurate, then immediate to long-term yields still have room to rise moderately. However, the yield spread between 10-year and 2-year treasuries recently inverted with 2-year yields above 10-year yields, historically an early warning signal of a recession. It suggests the markets think that the Fed may risk hiking rates too high. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down a basis point at 2.84%. The yield on the 10-year note decreased seven basis points to 2.82%, and the 30-year bond rate declined six basis points to 3.06%. Reports on the services side of the economy for June are on tomorrow's economic calendar, courtesy of the ISM Services Index, forecasted to have declined to 54.0 from May's 55.9, as well as the final read on S&P Global's U.S. Services PMI expected to remain at the preliminary level of 51.6, with reading above 50 denoting expansion in activity for both indexes. The Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, is also on deck, with a measure of unmet demand for labor anticipated to show that 11 million jobs were available to be filled in May, as well as the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended July 1st. In afternoon action, the Fed will release the minutes from its June Monetary Policy Meeting, where the committee raised the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points. In international news on Tuesday, European equities were broadly lower, with the markets continuing to contend with headwinds in terms of tightening monetary policies on both sides of the pond that has caused global recession concerns to flare up. Surging inflation pressures have forced monetary policies to tighten, and the Bank of England said today that the global economic outlook has deteriorated materially due to the rise in commodity prices that have been exacerbated by the ongoing war in Ukraine. Amid this backdrop, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his latest article titled, Recession, The Risk is in the Reversal, 
where he discusses how investors often notice the overall direction of the markets and how missed changes in asset classes under the surface could see a shark attack take a big bite out of unprepared portfolios. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Economic data showed Eurozone services sector growth was revised higher for June, but slowed from May, while UK services sector activity was revised slightly lower, but was a modest acceleration from May. The US dollar surged amid a flight to safety on the global recession concerns, amplifying the uneasiness in the markets, with the euro and British pound falling sharply. Bond yields across Europe and the UK also dropped. The UK FTSE 100 index and Germany's DAX index were down 2.9%. France's CAC 40 index dropped 2.7%. Italy's FTSE MIB index tumbled 3%. Spain's IBEX 35 index declined 2.5%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1.7% lower. Stocks in Asia finished mixed, even as China reported a sharp jump in services sector output for June, with the cakes and services PMI increasing to 54.5 from May's 41.4 reading, with a level above 50 denoting expansion. The markets continued to be skittish as several global central banks tightened monetary policies to try to cool off festering inflation pressures, with the Reserve Bank of Australia hiking its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points as expected. However, China and Japan have maintained accommodative policies, with the former adding more stimulus measures to try to meet its economic growth goals, and the latter holding on to its ultra-loose stance. Chinese economic data comes as the country's economy has been impacted by the COVID-induced lockdowns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article titled Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. Japan's Nikkei 225 index was one of the best performers, rising 1%, with the yen weakening versus the U.S. dollar after a decisive drop seen in the past few months to lows not seen in 24 years as the Bank of Japan abstains from tightening monetary policy. The China Shanghai Composite Index finished little changed, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index ticked 0.1% higher. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index advanced 0.3%, India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index dipped 0.2%, and South Korea's Kospi index led the way, trading 1.8% to the upside. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be light, offering industrial production from Spain and retail sales from the Eurozone. 